Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 85 for Thursday, July 6, 2017. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me, as always, we've got Jesse Brown. I'm always here. And Bradley Bichino. Late to the show, but now I'm here. But never late, late to, to the, the show, party. but he's a bitch now. Oh, shit. I don't know. That's it, true. That kind of rhymes. That is yeah, true. Yeah, it rhymes. Welcome to episode 85 of uh, the podcast, and as we've built up over the past few weeks, this is going to be our freestyle episode. We've been saying it for probably months now. Mm-hmm. When we hit 85, we're going to have a freestyle, and we're just going to talk. We're going to have a conversation. It's going to be a candid conversation about whatever. This is just so going to be we're gonna go poetry. For. I was like, you know what, guys, what the heck are we going to do tonight? What's going on? And Jesse was just like, let's just talk about whatever, dude. And I was just like, dude. And he's like, cool your jets, bro. I said, just like, take a hit of this Wade and I chill said, out. listen up, bro. It's time. <laughs> I, you might be listening to this and it might be July 6th, but I'm telling you right now, it's the 4th of fucking July. So. Yeah, it's the 4th of July right now when we're recording. We're recording this on the 4th of July. Uncle Sam's um, out on the front porch right now waving his red, white, and blues, baby. Come on, get over here, Jesse. Join the army. That's what he says. And I said, no thanks, Uncle Sam. Don't Jesse. I have a restraining order against you from the hey, shit Jesse. you tried to pull? I don't want to play any more of your games, Uncle Sam. I don't want to play any more Nightcrawlers. I'm, I'm so sick of you, Uncle oh, Sam. was that Brad? Can Brad no. join the army, yeah. too? No, Brad Mom, can totally join the army. Uncle Sam's hey, trying hey. to get me to play games with him again. Hey, I'm Uncle Dan, Uncle Sam's younger brother. Dan, you, you, play am- you sound you a little Amer- scarier, Uncle Dan. You ever play America's Army? Yeah. What'd you think of it? Do you like I, my game? I Not really liked that game when it came out. <sighs> me too. I played a lot of it. Let's talk about patriotism and my favorite patriotic things. Our video games. Player unknown battlegrounds. <laughs> <laughs> did you Jesse, did you ever play America's Army? Uh no. I, is that is that the same as um Oh damn it, what were they called? What was the one where you played as was it just called Army Men? The one where you played as like the yep. plastic green <laughs> army men? No, yeah, it's nothing like that. Those games were fucking they cool. Were fun, those, no, were okay, those were good America's games. America's Army Jesse, America's Army was a game developed by the US military. To recruit young children into the army, but it was really? an actual like good uh, like multiplayer. Are you talking shooter. about like yeah, Arma? Like, or? I remember no, multiplayer first having land parties with Michael Larabelle. Is, are we talking about Battlefield or Call of Duty? Wolfenstein. Like, it was a lot more. Um, I would say it was a bit more Counter Strikey, or in that like yeah. if you get hit or Arma. I'd say Arma is the closest thing because if mm-hmm. you get shot in the leg. You got to treat that leg wound. But let's rewind a little bit because before you even get a chance to shoot a gun, you have to go through class. You have to and you have to take classes for everything. It's not like a and boot camp you, training thing. It's like there's it's like actual, you sit in a digital classroom yeah. and learn it, how to do medic stuff on someone's wound to get the ability to be a medic in that's the game. Fucking weird. Is um, it kind of like? I, is it kind of like, remember, wasn't it like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? I think in the beginning of one of the Call Modern. of Duty games, you have to like go through a whole boot camp phase where you're like shooting fake targets. That's the one no, with dude, Ramirez, nope. isn't it? Where it's like, Jesus, Ramirez, get the fuck over here. <laughs> no, Jesse, you're still thinking too action-oriented. I'm talking you literally walk in through a school to a classroom and sit down 
It's more like the beginning of Fallout 3, if anything. Yeah. It sounds like the most you, boring game. And you have to learn how to... No, it, but like it was intriguing in that no other first-person shooter games were kind of doing anything near that chill um, at the time. But my favorite, absolute favorite thing is like the stealth training. You had to like crawl through this whole level without being sighted. And... Oh, it took like 40 minutes. You're talking about that Call of Duty map where you're crawling through the, the wheat field <laughs> and the, the tank like suit. rolls over you. You're in the ghillie suit. No, and you see, have to that's, like that's even that's a lot more action-packed. And also, this game came out in like 2002 or something. This is not a modern game. Right. Anybody this who's played a like a Call old. of Duty like that series like thoroughly knows exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, the ghillie suit uh, level is, is that was one of the classics of mm. uh, Modern Warfare 1. That was, that was heart thumping, blood pumping. I was, that was, oh, that was woo. so good. And at the end, when you're like at the Ferris wheel and you got to defend it, you just got to like hold out. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, holy fuck. When I was laying in that field in that ghillie suit and every, a tank rolled over me, I was like, this is my life now. This is what I'm going to do forever. I'm going to actually go buy a ghillie suit and just lay in public places. <laughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been a YouTube video, a very popular YouTube video like that. Like somebody, like ghillie suit, scary boy or something like that. I don't know, man. You could probably look it up. Ghillie suit prank. And you'd probably <laughs> find like a lot of videos, I'm guessing. I have a feeling um, you're probably right. I'm going to look like, while you're talking. I think, yeah, I think you can YouTube anything these days and get a response. Yeah, anyway, uh, Brad, you, you played a lot of America's Army, really? Yeah. Uh, in high school, we used, we got really into landing um, Wolfenstein and um, Arma... T- or not Arma, I'm sorry. Unreal Tournament 2004. America's Army? America's Army, yeah. With Mike Larabelle wow. and Rich Roseland and... People know <laughs> yeah. who all of these people are. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Just names. That's okay. <laughs> I did, oh, man. I did find some good videos. You were right. I found. I think my best title here is Best Ghillie Suit Golf Course Air Horn Prank. There you go. Wow. It got it in one. Followed That's by exactly Prank Gone thinking. Wrong Ghillie Suit Ding Dong Ditch. <laughs> what? <laughs> prank Gone Wrong? Yeah. Another one that wrong. Says, here's another one where mode. they have five people in ghillie suits called Ghillie Suit Ding Dong Ditch Prank 2016. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We should oh, get wow. ghillie suits. Well, how much do you think a ghillie suit costs? I don't. I'm gonna guess sixteen hundred dollars. Sixteen hundred. Two thousand. Jesus Christ, dude! Red Rock Outdoor yeah. Gear. For, no, twenty eight ninety nine from Optics Planet. That's not. Uh, That's not a, a real. We're talking a real people. ghillie suit. Here's like another one from MilitaryFirst.com. Miltech ghillie suit four piece eighty ninety five. For a low quality, this one, this, I'm this talking is about like ghillie suit shit for your rifle. Mil- military, military, what do you military, military grade, high grade, okay. high quality. What do you? How about this? Military surplus. This is Arctis camo on Amazon. This is ghost ghillie suit by Arcturus camo. Advanced You're still talking about consumer grade stuff, man. I'm talking. <laughs> I, I'm talking about deals straight from the feds. Yeah, if you wear one of these, if you wear one of these goddamn consumer off-brand ghillie suits in real wartime, you'll think, be spotted in an instant. I'm gonna buy one of these buy... ghillie suits and I'm gonna lay in your backyard. <laughs> I'd love to see that, Jesse. I'd lay face down in dog shit though, and then I'd be like, "This is a poor." I'd be like, "Why the fuck did I just spend seventy dollars to lay in your backyard?" You have like birds like, strapped on your ha- like hanging from your yeah. ghillie suit. I'm gonna be in. like a. 
You know what's the best part about this is people actually, you know how on when you buy something on Amazon, people post their customer images? It's just tons of people in ghillie suits <laughs> laying in public places. <laughs> people, like, taking selfies in the bathroom and... <laughs> Fuck! Every oh single God. one of these just looks like a big old mossy monster. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm actually also looking at ghillie suit pictures now on Google uh, for purchase for shopping, and they're all hilarious. Dude, this is a oh really good God. one. This guy actually used it for Halloween. He actually sat out like an extra bush. He gave it a five star review and said, "Spend the extra forty bucks. I used this to scare the neighbor kids on Halloween." <laughs> See, he looks spend like the extra a bush. forty bucks. Why not spend the extra eighteen hundred dollars? Oh my god, this is a good one. This is like I can see the. You got to describe it really well because this is an audio. I know, I know, it's an audio. <laughs> That's what I was about to do. So, like, because I know what I'm looking for. Like, if somebody showed me this picture and they're like, "What do you think of this picture?" I'd be like, "I don't, I don't even know what you're trying to show me." But, like, if you look hard enough and you realize there's a person in a ghillie suit, you can kind of pick it's like, out where he is. And if is. you look really hard, you'll see the dolphin, the 3D dolphin. In the oh, image. my God. <laughs> you got to cross your eyes. Yeah, you got to cross your eyes a little bit. Okay, now this it's one actually looks really fucked up. As a, this one okay, looks like keep, a guy keep who's Keep describing actually, This guy's, like, laying at... He looks like he's at his house in his front yard, but it looks like he's got the rifle as well. So I don't know why he's <laughs> laying in his front lawn holding, like, an assault rifle in his oh ghillie God. suit. Oh, God. So what have you been playing, Jesse? We've had a long, uh, nice little break here. Well, I guess I say we, but I mean, not all of us are so fortunate, but we had a weekend. Sorry. We did. Go ahead. Rub, rub yeah. it in. Not all of us I had a four-day weekend. I didn't mean rub it weekend. in. I know you guys both had what to work Monday. What if I said Monday. only one-third of us had a four-day weekend? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What, what can I do to... Uh, I'm Don't so be sorry. sorry to me. Be sorry to the children. Yeah. Okay, kids. Sorry, kids. Jesse, what did you play? Uh, so much player unknowns battlegrounds. I can't put it down. And the best part is, more and more friends are getting it out of the woodwork. It doesn't even make sense. Like people who I would game. never even ask to get this game are getting it. Like people now, when I you log don't on, want playing this game are actually playing it now. <laughs> no, 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 not not but, that. Oh, I'm man, saying not more Cody. That. No, Zach and Cody both have it now. <laughs> I actually Ugh. made. Uh, I've been making new friends. Like when we play a game, we we'll play a match, and like we'll have a guy who's really chill and i'll be like hey what's your what's your steam name you want to be best friends in real life and i made a lot of new best friends yeah Let's see i've got a hundred i know that they're slowly replacing us as, as your best friends i understand that well they play the games that i like so that makes sense <laughs> i play the game too uh i want to play with you jesse you're right i'm on all the time the only time you get on is to actually record a record an episode and then you get off immediately no that was one literally that happened once that was the last time I played, but that was the only time. When was time the last that, time that you played before thing. that? This is I don't know this a while. Is fucking Dr. I have right my here. own journey. I have my own journey right now. This is Doctor Phil. In the past three weeks, every time we've played, has it been on a recording? Jesse, in the past three weeks, no, it has not. But in the past three weeks, I've also had uh, uh, some issues come into my life and take up a lot of my free time. You weren't able uh, to get I, that boner that you needed. I.e. erectile dysfunction, no, um, <laughs> car crash. <and laughs> I.e. And the you're genital right. reconstructive surgery. And the surgery genital reconstructive that surgery that follows. Yes. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess down there. It's um, still a mess down there. Now it's smooth as a smooth as a Kendall. You, it's like when you, when you microwave a hot dog too long and it bursts at the seams. 
and then you just snip the hot dog. And All right, sm- cool. And like Jesse, sand you it really down. get the hang of describing an image in the audio <laughs> medium. <laughs> that was real good. And I can't, I would have I'm to say just I'm picturing Derek in his little green car <laughs> holding a hot dog in his lap. <laughs> okay, that's not a bad it out. Um, anyway, yeah, I'll play more Publicas. I just I have a personal journey quest going on right now, and the personal journey quest is called Finally Finish Horizon Zero Dawn, and I've been neglecting both you and Brad Mm -hmm. in this quest. Did you beat it? Because I haven't been playing Wildstar with Brad like I want to, and I haven't been playing PUBG with you like I want to. You're letting me down. I'm sorry. No, I Derek, you need to finish it. I wish you would finish it already, because I know it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's my game of the year so far. And I want to. The story I, is amazing. The year's over yes. halfway over already too, so that might be the big contender. Um, I love Horizon Zero Dawn. I think it gets long in the tooth in the Shadow Carja lands. I feel like they didn't put as much attention to those quests as they did the earlier quests. Yeah, uh, attention, I agree. Attention Shadow to detail. Carja. The quests seem very throwaway, and it seemed like things resolve very quickly. Right. Like I li- I did a quest where I had to like meet a guy who I was like bounty hunting. And then suddenly, I was also like completing his story arc in that very same quest, and it yeah. didn't see like it. It seemed like it was like, oh, the payoff of this quest was crazy, but really, it was so fast. It's like I just met you like an hour ago, dude. <laughs> like, how am I like your best friend already? You know, and I know exactly what you're talking about because at the at first when I encountered the Shadow Carter, I'm like, are we? We have bad blood or good blood? Like, I didn't know if we were enemies. Yeah, also, or... that's super unclear because, yeah. like, as long as you don't kill any of them, they're cool with you. But then you, like, go and murder, like, hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. And then they're still cool with you in other places. Yeah. And it's like, like they think you're an outlander, but everyone in the world kind of already knows who you are. It's like a weird mix thing. And then yeah. you just kind of, like, I've, okay, so basically where I'm at right now, and I was up till 4.30 last night. I played it all day yesterday. I was up till 4, 4.30 last night playing this game. I have done everything except for the, the main quest now. And I have... I, I don't know how much more of that I have left, but I am already like relatively far in the main quest. Why I'm at a point right now... I'm at a point right it? now where I was literally told, hey, if you got any errands to run, go do those now because there's, there's no coming back after if, this. If that's where you're well, at, Derek, you are... You're on the final You've still act. got 15 more hours. No, you're yeah, you're not you're not about to do the last mission. I'm I understand. I figured that. that. It's. I'm in the final. It feels like the final. Oh act yeah, too. it's about I to. Think, get I don't know. What, you should probably just just hunker down and finish it tonight. You should just once we're done that with the podcast. That's that's my plan. Um, yeah. So I'll finish it, and that'll be that. And uh, I feel like the game's great. Uh, I feel like there are a few patches where. I mean, I think it's also the way I played it, like I, getting everything. Um, there were patches of playing through it where I felt like it, well, there was some padding there, if that makes sense. Like, uh, fluff? I don't know. Like padding yeah, there's, there, the there was some fluff, and there were some quests that didn't exactly feel... I think it's what I, it's what I said earlier. It's like, I feel like the later game stuff just isn't as fleshed out as the early game stuff felt. Mm-mm. I don't know if that's because the early game stuff felt so fresh, and I can only kill a Ravager so many times before it's, like, a kind of rote. Or, like, how many Thunderjaws does it take to kill before I'm kind of, like, done with Thunderjaws? I, like, I kind of have be. a theory. Because I've okay. played a lot of 
uh, Guerrilla Games and Killzone, like the Killzone Shadowfall had this similar thing where they seems like they spent a lot of their budget in like the first half of the game to really like cement the player into the universe and like keep them playing. Yeah. And then towards the end of the game, it seemed like the pacing sort of changed. Yeah, it kind of fell apart for me. And it, it's kind of not completely. I mean, it's right. still good. It's still good. The quests are still fun. Uh, the set piece moments are really spectacular. But the side quests really, you can really tell like where they put their time and effort and where they didn't. And yeah. a lot of the side quests, uh, whether it's like the dialogue uh, not lip syncing properly, and it's like, yeah. or like a it's, character you meet, the very further briefly, you get away, the further you get away from Meridian that happens it's like on the fringes of the game where they expect the lower like a smaller portion of the player base to go it seems like yeah it is true that also one of the things that i noticed was it seemed like remember all the problems that they complained about with uh them having with the new i can't even think of what the hell it's called mass effect games remember where like the dialogue wouldn't sync up or like the Mm animate the facial animations just didn't make sense on some of those obscure side quests, it seems like the exact same thing. It seems like they yeah. just kind of didn't... Or, like, it'll, like, zoom in on a guy dying. I and never like saw any, weird... like, disconjoined yeah. limbs or anything oh. or heads. No, no, no. Oh, but no. I, I would have things where, like, people would be, like, looking around. Like, it's like they're trying to, like, look behind them and there's clearly no reason for them to. <laughs> like, their their eyes are just darting all over the screen. Or, like Derek just said, like, you'll be, you'll be in a dialogue with a person who is dying and then they'll die. And what'll happen is it'll just go from, like... A, a figure with a backbone and it just goes like boom just a snap and all of a sudden they're just jello pudding like their, <laughs> their eyes are just, still blinking yeah they're still blinking and then <laughs> all of a sudden it's just like that happened to me yesterday and oh i was just God, like oh that sounds really funny they immediately I, flip I a switch and a person one. just goes to having from a skeleton to a ragdoll but like it's great it's great it's a great game mm-hmm. uh, I, I i'm loving it and i'm loving the atmosphere i the other thing i have to say it's like I wish the shadow cards of land, like the last area you kind of get to, if you're kind of going through the game uh, based on where the storyline quests are going, taking you, is the desert and more rocky crags. And I feel like I've already been there, done that with a lot of the other area. Like a large chunk of the side questing takes place in this canyon between the jungle and the mm-hmm. Nora lands. And I feel like I've already been in that biome so much that going to a desert really wasn't very, I mean, it just felt very samey. I was expecting something... I, I don't know. Like, there's this big lake, and they don't really do anything with it, the water very much. You've got to, like, swim across a few times for a side quest. But or I don't know. I expected to see something different. And maybe now that I – it's just that I have, like, the whole map visible to me, and I've, I've been everywhere. I have kind of, like, see, like, okay, I feel like I know where the interesting parts of the world were, and most of them, in my opinion, were in the earlier parts of the game. Um, I think I preferred when the game was l- more linear – if that makes sense, before you get to Meridian. Because mm-hmm. once you get to Meridian, it just is like, all right, go everywhere. But when before that, you're kind of like going from section to section, and you're kind of feeling it out as you go. And maybe that just felt more comfortable to me. But I think... Uh, I think I understand that satisfaction of cl- not, not necessarily being uh, like on rails, but like following a critical path... Mm-hmm. And seeing all the changes behind you and everything in front of you is new. Yeah, and, and like what happened was like with the journey, 
it felt like I was on as I was exploring and seeing more of the world, I was also learning more about the nature of the world. And then that kind of ends at Meridian, I feel, or I felt like it kind of, it, it didn't end. It just like there, it, it ended up being fits and starts instead of like this, Oh, what is, what is over the next hill? It became like, okay, this is the way of things. It just and turned into one more hill. So that's like, and that's the super, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't for video exactly. games, though. Yeah, Because if true. you don't have enough content, people are like, god damn, man, I wish there was more to this game. But then if mm-hmm. you have like, oodles of content, people feel obligated to play it. Some people do. And then they burn out on the content. How many of yeah. our friends have we had that have played Witcher and never finished the game just because they're like, yeah, I never even made it to, Gosh, you know, like, like Novigrad. 50%. Yeah, it's like, like they're like, oh, I never made it to Skellige. I just couldn't get through Novigrad. <laughs> yeah. I felt like The Witcher provided more uh, meteor I, decision making. I wasn't. I, I wasn't trying to compare the oh, two okay, games. Yeah, All yeah. I was doing they're, was they're was, very different. Yeah, it's like not, I, yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't trying to to get into like a who's who of video games. I was just trying to bring up the point of too much content can be bad for a game but not enough content can be bad for a game there's there's no happy medium i feel like yeah i feel like i feel like horizon zero dawn does a good job of that i mean overall i feel like mm-hmm. there's a good amount of content there i'm i'm the kind of person who wants to see it all and i'm also i was also the kind of person who was blasting through it uh, a lot of it yesterday not like skipping through whole sequences or anything or like rushing by any means i was still taking the time like I, I still explored some craggy areas and climbed some rocks that like were way out of the way. I knew there was nothing there because there was no things on the map, but I was like, oh, this is a crazy canyon. Yeah. Um, lots but of like, good vistas. Yeah, lots of good vistas. Um, I think that's the other thing that kind of bugged me a little bit is I wish I didn't buy the maps that show you where everything is like, yeah. immediately. Because it kind of like, it's like, okay, here's where all the collectibles that you want are. Um go to these points and get them and check them off your list. And if you are in the area, get them. And it kind of made it, it kind of created a critical path for me. I didn't feel like I was exploring organically. Like I feel when I'm playing something like Zelda, um, which I guess I don't want to compare. I I don't want to compare, but like, um, I wonder if you can, you can turn off the HUD, right? Yeah. 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 See, If I do another playthrough, I might actually do, do that. Turn off the hub and just like, the last get the lay of the land. The last little critique I, I well not crit, I don't know. The last thing I have to say is the game becomes incredibly easy after a certain point. Well, yeah. yeah, once you kind of have every weapon, it's a lot of it's too yeah. of once you've mastered the fights because you yeah. know going into every situation you're like oh I gotta kill another thunder jaw. It's like all right, we'll pin it to the ground. I'll freeze and it at, and I do more damage yeah. and then I'll just and after that point it just. Yep, and after that point, it kind of becomes like, oh, another Thunderjaw, instead of like, whoa, a new exciting, fu- a new exciting battle. Mm-hmm. I was I w- expecting more stuff like, oh, this Thunderjaw does this different thing, or like, I don't know, I don't know what to expect, but it kind of becomes a little formulaic after you've seen all the monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's again, that's like part of like, I didn't have, to, I chose to like go and do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing. Um, so. I think maybe this game would be better if I hadn't, honestly. Or, like, not better. I feel like maybe I would be more positive about... Okay, sorry. It's an amazing game. It's, this is, like, one of the, definitely one of the best games of the year by far. Like, definitely top it's top three on my list right now. Um, but I, uh, 
I feel like it, I wanted more. There's a point you reach where th- there's no more surprises in the world, like just the the open world. Oh, yeah. Um, like yeah. once you like kind of fight Thunderjaws and Stormbirds a few times, that's it. Like, that, sorry, spoiler. I don't mean to spoil. Like, I would. F- I not, feel like that's, that's a little it, unfair. Like, like, because a lot of that still like the whole game isn't based off the concept of just fighting these monsters. I mean, there's a lot of storyline. There's a lot of side quests. No, you're right. You're right. So yes, to say, like, that's, yeah, that's I mean, true. once you've killed a Thunderjaw and a Stormbird, the game's over. Might no, as well take uh, it out and throw the disc away. But after away. you've done it five times each, and you know, after you've mastered like killing them, mm-hmm. like the game doesn't really throw many other things. Like that ground thing is pretty rough at first, and yeah. the big dudes that chuck rocks can be kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Uh, I haven't had anything thrown at me that's... That you can't... So you're saying that you just wish the game was more difficult? Maybe? Or, yeah. I guess, more unpredictable. Yeah. I guess would be the thing. After a certain point. Yeah. Um, because that's what it was until... I remember the first time I saw a Thunderjaw and tried to fight it. Like, I'll mm-hmm. never forget that. I do not remember the fourth time I fought a Thunderjaw. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I still... I, I remember the first one, and I also remember the fights that I have now at level 50. Like, fighting it when you're super powerful is fucking awesome to me. Yeah, yeah it is really fun. I it love is really taking, fun. I love that first fight, and as intense as it was, and now I enjoy slaying them because it's, that's yeah. the hero complex, you know? It's like, I'm a yeah, god. that's true. <laughs> I'm a god. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, that that is true. Like that is a, is a very satisfying feeling. But I, uh, I think for me, what happened last night while I was playing was I was like, oh man, I just killed a Thunderjaw. Now you want me to get his his heart again? Like I just <laughs> fought one. I have to go fight another one. Like okay, I, easy peasy. Let me go take care of that. But it's like, all right, I'll take care of this. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I just. I liked it. I was playing in a very slow, very, like, I'll do a few things. I'll play for an hour, do a few little side quests for the past, like, three months. Or ever since the game came out. After a certain point. After other games came out and, like, PUBGs and stuff. But, like, I had been hopping on for, like, an hour and then playing and then stopping. And then hopping on for an hour and playing and stopping. And it was really satisfying because I would like, I was very slowly and meticulously, t- like, like, uh exploring this world and discovering things. And I feel like that kind of helped, but like playing it all yesterday in a big long session like that, mm-hmm. I started to feel like that <laughs> sense of like, ah, fuck, like, okay, another thunder draw. Come on. I'll, I can destroy you. I know I will. This is a fun, it'll be, it, it's not, not fun. I'm not saying it's, it was like a ch- super much like a chore or something, but like, um, maybe I just shouldn't, maybe it's not best to be played like that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, cause that, I feel like that's the, the method of me playing my games and eating my food, which I did with that game too. Well, you know where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to get all of the mm-hmm. Banook figures and I'm going to get all of, I'm going to do all the side quests. Cause I knew going into the game, I was like, I want to get a, I want to get a platinum trophy on this game. So yeah, I didn't I just really play close the game. To a platinum yeah. Here. So it's it, some that, that can be bad for a game. I mean, it, Jesse, are, are you hearing the explosions in the background? Oh, yeah, I hear them like recording? crazy. Like I said, it was 4th of oh, July today. So yeah, I tried it's 4th of July. Like, like I, I think <laughs> it adds a little bit of a like 4th of July. Like, Listen to them fireworks, folks. Yeah, my mic is picking up all of it. <laughs> I don't know if my mic is actually picking it up or not. Let's see. I see every little explosion blip on my screen. 
I haven't heard one in a second, so. (laughs) You're in a more insulated place or something. I don't know. You are, you are about 20 yards away from Brad and I. (laughs) Yeah. But I can, I can hear these fireworks. I know where they're coming (laughs) from. I'm, I'm living real life. Like I live pub where I'm (laughs) like, oh my God, they're, uh, they're Northwest approximately 30 meters away. Speaking of pub, I I I was going to say, I want them to go to our YouTube channel and see me hiding from a villain. I am currently uploading episode six uh, of Alone and Afraid right now, and then I'm going to upload episode seven right afterward because episode seven is the one to look at. Like, if everyone, if you're listening to this, go to our, (coughs) excuse me, go to our game, game, (coughs) whoa, Games on Earth YouTube channel. And check out our Alone and Afraid episode 7 because Jesse gets into some shit. And it is probably the funniest (laughs) thing I've seen happen in the game. Let me know what it's up Uh, because I actually want to watch it myself. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, they actually uh, sent out the first images of the desert map today. Mm -hmm. Did you... Did you see that? I saw some. I saw somebody link the Twitter post on Reddit. So, like, yeah. as I was playing the game and during a down moment, I was browsing Reddit on my phone and I saw like a couple Snapchats. It just like it looked like a different environment. I mean, a lot more cactuses. It looks like the Mojave wasteland. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. It definitely looks like Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah, but. I think it's, it'll be good though. Pretty, I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'm I'm pretty excited too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brad, what have you been what have you been up to? Uh, that that was me. That that's I'm gonna try and finish Wild or not Wild. Damn it! I'm gonna finish. You're gonna finish Horizon Final Zero Fantasy Dawn. 14. Uh, Brad, go ahead. I, uh, Sorry, I've been playing uh, Wildstar like crazy. Like last night, I think we were gaming, and I set my PlayStation 4 controller up to play it on my PC. And it's fucking an awesome action game. And it controls so well. Hell yeah. I just forgot about the game I meant to talk about today. Until just now. How does that work? The game that I was playing most of last week. um, And some this weekend. Um, So, uh, yeah. I'm going to get into that right now. Uh, No no breaks necessary. I'm just going to blast through. Okay. It's called Brigador, and it's fucking awesome. It's incredible. It's a top-down... If you ever, did you ever play the Desert Strike or Jungle Strike or Urban Strike games for the Sega Genesis where you're a helicopter? I played Super I, Mario Strike, which I think was a soccer game. It's a I soccer played game. Simcopter. Okay, well, imagine Simcopter, except it's in a futuristic played. planet um, colonized by an evil regime... And instead of a simcopter, you're a mech or a tank or a hovercraft with guns. Uh, and you have to go in and blow shit up and get out and survive. Okay. Um, and It's uh, very different from what simcopter was. Yeah. Um, and instead of watching traffic or whatever, I forgot what you did in simcopter. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're basically... Instead of watching... Instead of watching traffic, you blow up traffic and you blow up everything because the more shit you blow up in this, you basically play as a mercenary hired by the uh, a rebellion group who are just trying to blow as much shit up as possible um, and then you got to get out. It's kind of like a roguelike in that um, you go out for a run and you enter in the level at a random place and then you got to try and get in there, complete objectives, and then there's more. There's multiple objectives. You usually only have to complete one to advance. This is isometric, but the more you, right? Yep, this it's is isometric. 
and the the but the more you complete, the more money you get, and then you can use that money to buy more parts for your mech or your tank or whatever you're getting. Other tanks, there's like eighty tanks and mechs and stuff to get. World um, of tanks. All sorts of different pilots, which have different difficulty settings. Each like you can get a pilot that has like a mod like the difficulty modifier in that you defeat a first wave of enemies, a second wave will come and it'll be way more powerful, but you'll get a lot more money. Um, there's tons of different weapons to get that are all very different. There's tons of different mechs and tanks. And, but the best thing about the game is that the soundtrack is fucking rad. It's the best. I think it might be one of the best video game soundtracks I've heard in years. It is so good. Really? Um, yeah, I got it. I bought this game on the steam sale. I think I mentioned that last week, but, um, it is, it is so much fun, uh, and the weapons and the gameplay styles are so varying between like the different mechs and stuff you choose, and there's always like this, um, oh, what's it called when you, like you gotta weigh the cost of risk um, reward. Yeah, there's a risk reward constantly because you have your health and you have your shields. Now your shields get knocked down when you're hit, and you can recharge them uh, by getting these orbs that drop from enemy robot, uh, enemy mechs and tanks and stuff. Um, but your health does not recharge. There's no way to get your health back mm. while you're in a run. So you have to kind of like risk reward, like how much, cause you're going to get hit. You're going to get hurt. Cause there's constant, you're going to uh, run out of Estes flasks and you need to go <laughs> visit that fucking bonfire before you lose your souls. Well, like, cause you, you're going through a level. The moment you like fire a shot, you'll alert anyone in the area and they set off an alarm. Everyone in the whole level is coming after you. So there's this there's this, this level of stealth you got you can try and do too. So there's there's many different ways of playing through it. Like I have to destroy these three towers is one of the missions in this level that's generated. Um, so I have to first find the towers and blow them up. The moment I blow one of them up, everyone's alerted to that and they're all coming to that spot. So I just get the fuck out of there and turn on my active cloak, or I do a smoke screen and fly away, or I just try and like like get in a good defensive position and blow them all up. But it's it's really fast paced. It's really fun, and you can kind of play it however you want. Um, after there's a really good tutorial now. I heard there wasn't at the start, but um, the tutorial is really awesome, and uh, it teaches you the ropes, and you can just kind of get in there and start playing. And holy fuck, it is ah, I I don't I don't know what else to say. It's it's fun as hell. What else <laughs> just to like to say. I don't know. Do you have any questions, sir? Do you, when your pilot dies, can you replay them? Like, or is it truly roguelike and it makes a new recruit or something? Um, well, like, basically, you're playing and, like, when your pilot dies, your money gets cut. Like, any money that you've gained is spent on, like, funeral costs, pretty much. And you'll (laughs) make, like, you'll make, like, one thirtieth of whatever the money you're going to get. So it's, it's, you, you don't, I don't think you ever lose anything really from a failed run. You'll always gain a little bit of something, but it's so minuscule. Like it's not, you'll, you're, what you're, what you're losing when you die is the time you spent fighting really. I mean, you'll okay. get a tiny, you'll get a tiny bit of money, but, um, but you could be on a really good run and be, be have like a ton of money and then die. And then it's like almost all gone. But um, does that pilot, like if your mech warrior, Vince Vaughn dies. (laughs) Is he out of the like menu? Like, is it his brother Chet? When you (laughs) no, when you pick when you pick a pilot from the menu, uh, they're kind of like a profile of like it's like another customization option for your Mac. Oh, okay. 
And so there's like a primary weapon, a secondary weapon, and um, a like a special weapon, and then your pilot, and then whatever mech you choose, or tank, or hovercraft. Um, so there's like a million different, and that some some mechs and tanks have like their own weapons that come with standard. Um, so there's a million options to like customize and build out because the differences between the pilots, the mechs, the tanks, the hovercrafts, the guns are all very, very in, like. There's, there, it's not just like machine gun missile launcher. Like mm-hmm. I had, a, I had uh, one playthrough where I was playing a mech that was like the size of a human with just like an armor suit on, and then on one arm, uh, <laughs> like right mouse is one weapon, and then left mouse is the other. And then middle mouse click is your special weapon. But on one arm, I had a machine gun. And then on the other arm, I had a radiation blaster. And it would nice. just shoot, it would just shoot radi- like a wave of radiation in front of me that would sit on the ground and melt, like liquefy enemies inside their mechs, basically, oh, if they shit. came too close to it. But it, also, but it wouldn't get through shields. So I'd have to like, so you got to kind of like switch around. Or you can have like a mortar on one hand and... You can mix and match so much, and then like the special weapons are like a cloaking mechanism that lasts for ten seconds, or like a uh, uh, smoke grenade launchers, or there's a bunch of them. Um, and every different type of like, if you're using a mech, you have certain like this mech has this special thing, or if you're using a tank, this hover tank can fly over small obstacles, whereas like a mech would like get stuck in a swamp, mm-hmm. and you never really know what to expect in each level. Um, because it's all kind of generated for you. I think some of the levels are... I think the levels are... I'm not sure if they're generated or not, but... Is this Brigad- um, Brigador Up Armored Edition? Yes. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, the the newest release of it. Um, it was in early access for a while, but now it's officially out. What isn't in um, early access for a while? I don't know. But this game's officially out. It was pretty cheap on uh, the Steam sale. It's $13.99 right now. Yep. It's definitely, it's well worth thirteen ninety nine because it, it is it is so much fun, um, and it runs on anything. Um, like the graphics aren't great, like like technically from a technical standpoint, but the art style is really good because yeah. it's mimicking that Sega Genesis style, um, and the music is fucking incredible. Um, I think they really nail. If you were ever into the, like the Desert Strike games, um, then you'd be really into this game. Like it's. You, uh, I was way into those games when I was playing, like, back in the day when I was a kid on my Sega Genesis, because it was, like, one of the first games that was, like, all right, approach the, the level however you want. It's open-ended. Like, you just got to complete this objective, go and do it. Figure it out. And I'd never really played a game like that. And I always thought, like, after playing Desert Strike and uh, Jungle Strike, I was like, why aren't there more games like this? Uh, but, now yeah. every game is like Now that. every game's like that. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it's really good if you're into that, and you're, if you're into the it, it, even if if nothing else, just go on YouTube and listen to the main theme song because it is fucking incredible. Um, it it's it's rocking. From it, what it, I heard, it was pretty good. Just like straight up '80s, like sci-fi, sci-fi score, yeah. motion picture score, but with like, like a but like the really sweet beat too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, that's my game this week. I forgot until just now. Wait, which <laughs> game was yours this week? Brigador and I guess Horizon Zero Dawn, but mostly Brigador. Ah. So yeah, I guess that does it for this episode of Games on Earth, episode yeah. eighty-five. We just kind of freeballed, and we, I think it turned out okay. Hey, I, I just bought so. Dishonored uh, Definitive Edition and Dishonored Two. 
Just now? Yeah. <laughs> Those are great games. <laughs> well, how, how, how come you haven't bought the other one? You were going to... Did you did you decide against getting the Wolfenstein? Getting caught up on the... Yeah, Wolfenstein's going to go on sale when um, Wolfenstein 2 comes out, I'm sure. There'll be yeah, like a bundle. Yeah, that's almost a guarantee. So I, I will probably pick it up and actually just probably play those back to back because I feel like that would yeah, be... Yeah, they're short enough fun. that yeah. that wouldn't be... like It wouldn't be like uh, grading to have played the first one and then go into the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, I'm excited to hear about Dishonored and Dishonored 2. I played through Dishonored a while I, ago. I think I'm going to play them Haven't with no powers and yeah. no HUD and see how <laughs> that goes. So you're going to play the new Thief game. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or Super Assassin. I don't yeah. know. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on those. Shit. Uh, any last thoughts, Jesse? Um, God bless America, and happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, God bless all the countries, even though I'm What should we do for the, the ending door. of this of this 4th of July episode? Uh, Derek, why don't you uh, <laughs> recall the uh, history of this famous event and uh, tell us about Independence Day? Yeah, the All real right. Independence Day, the one with so the So about aliens. 200 years... Okay, well, well, fuck. Thanks, Jesse. You just ruined my joke. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> you didn't even, like, let me, like, prepare the joke at all. It I was wanted like, you to just, make sure that we just, like, celebrated the right Independence Day. Okay, Will Smith, welcome to Earth, etc., etc. 250 years ago, Thomas Jefferson was like, Oh, fuck, I hate the British and I hate this tea. He spat his tea out in the New Jersey shore and... <laughs> Everyone was like, whoa, whoa, no one spits out tea like that. Shoot this guy. And he's like, fuck you. I'm writing this piece of paper that's going to say I'm a new country. And my friend, John Hancock, is going to sign it. And they're like, no way. That guy's way too powerful with his big-ass signings. His big-ass hands. And so John Hancock, with his giant hands, signs the declaration and then crushes the skulls of those uh, British soldiers. And the queen's like... Holy fuck, that was the Boston Massacre. I'm going to send in all my fleets and all my ships uh, to fight you, uh, even though um, I've been kind of fighting France, or what was it, Spain, for a while? I don't know. Okay, really what happened was, so Are you Britain asking was, or do you not know? No, Britain was, Britain needed money, okay? Britain was low on cash, so they started taxing the colonies that they were spending tons of money on, because Britain had just fought a war against, what was it, the French or the Spanish, or both, to kind of secure the colonies. And then they're like, okay, well, we just spent all that money on the war securing your lands. Please give us more money. We're going to tax you more money because we kind of just spent all of our money saving your ass from, like, French domination or or Spanish domination, I forget. Um, I think French. Um, And America was like, fuck you, I don't like taxes. Go fuck yourself, Britain. And Britain's like, what, dude, come on, chill. And they're like, no, we're going to be our own country now because we hate your tax bullshit and your queen and all this shit. Well, we don't hate your queen. She's a nice lady. (laughs) That's what they want you to think. And so then uh, Britain sends in uh, ships and, like, America starts fighting, uh, like, cowardly guerrilla tactics from the bushes starring Mel Gibson. And... They eventually, they're like, man, this is just costing too many resources. Let America be America. I don't care. And the French were like, we're going to help out America too because we hate you fucking British. 
And so that's how America was like, all right, well, we're going to sign this thing that says we're officially a real country. It's 4th of July. It's the July 4th, 2017. <laughs> July 4th, 1776. And... Here we go. It's called the Declaration of Independence. And they're like, but John Hancock over here. And then John Hancock and George Washington come in the corner. And John Hancock's like, he flips the declaration into the back and he pulls out his invisible ink. And he's like, this is a map to the Illuminati stronghold. And he starts writing down these notes. And then 250 years later, Nicolas Cage gets a phone call. Yes. I knew it was going to be Nick Cage. The rest is history.